0: Hey y'all, so welcome back to another episode of the Awkward Adventures with College Graduate. I decided to do like a little late night stream or whatever, um, just because, you know, I figured I'm up, you know, got much to do um, right now. You know, I'm if you haven't noticed by now, um, I'm a night owl, pretty much. <laughs> That's just my thing. That's what I do. Um, so yeah, it's, um, this is, this episode, for those who are not listening or not on live, this episode is probably going to drop on Thursday. It came late this week. Um, just because, you know, work got busy and life and stuff like that. And all those different things. So, that was the reason why. I'm um, pretty much, but, you know, I'm here, you know, and I'm here to uh, give you the content that y'all been looking for. Jay gonna give it to him. <laughs> uh, shout out for D- shout out to DMX. Rest in peace. Um, but, yeah. Um... <clears throat> this episode is going to be kind of like one of those, um that's more personal episodes and stuff like that. I did an episode, oh, and don't mind my hat. This, I guess, is now my aesthetic or whatever. Um, The reason is because I have, um mostly I don't follow me on Twitter. Um, But if you do follow me on Twitter, you know I started the lock journey. <coughs> um, And part of the lock journey is you go through the ugly phase, and that rough looking phase. Whew, 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 whew. So right now I got uh, this cap on with my hair and everything like that. Let's put the hat on because I don't want to just have the straight scully on y'all. <laughs> it would just look funny. It would just look weird. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do that. I should have messed with y'all and put on um, my little hat here. I don't know where I put it at. The little um, the hat that I used for for Halloween when I was a hotep. <laughs> and said, uh, emancipation, proclamation, relaxation, and just did the whole Dr. Umar to the Jill Scott. <laughs> Let's go for a long walk. <laughs> but, um, nah. But, yeah. It is always, it's always it's good to be back. <clears throat> I've been just talking two minutes. Just talking my crap or whatever. Um, but, yeah. as always it's good to be back, you know. Um, on the podcast, excuse me. Uh, as always, follow me on the underscore black underscore ambivert also follow me on the aagc podcast on instagram both of those are on instagram also follow the podcast on the aagc podcast on twitter um as well and live tweet the episodes please live tweet using hashtag aagc podcast so capital a capital a capital g capital c capital p lowercase o d c a s t uh podcast or, or whatnot um <laughs> But yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. Um, oh, this has a time up here now. <laughs> that's pretty dope. I guess that that lets you know when it's almost time, and it's like ah, uh, uh, you got to get off You're about to hit that hour. <laughs> but um, yeah. But pretty much. Um, yeah. I'm just you know, uh, this like I said, this episode's a little bit more you know personal and stuff like that. So, um, is um uh, I guess it's kind of a throwback to an episode that I did like earlier in the year, or like last year or so. It was called My Headspace, and it was like November edition, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I'm actually coming back um, to do um, what would be considered my May edition of this, um, what or whatnot. Um, I can't check it now. I'll I'll put it in the show notes or whatever, but I think it was Mo, November. So we back for May. So that's what that's about a. That's about is that six months or so? Um, it's probably a little bit more, a little less. It was what December, January, February, March, April, May. So, oh no, that's actually six months. That's literally perfect. <laughs> that was not even planned. I just got up and I was like, yeah, I want to share. You know what's going on with mental health and stuff like that. So, um, some some information before I jump in. Pretty much in November or so, I did this podcast because like one thing that I'm very big on um, is mental health. Um, especially since I've started addressing my mental health and started working to do you know the work that I need to heal and just be a better person overall, because I was realizing you know there's some things going on with my mental health, especially with the pandemic. I think everybody realized during the panduche um, that <coughs> <the> panduche <laughs> that you know mental health is important and everything like that. Hold on, y'all. Uh, okay. Sorry, y'all. I'm back, though. Um, But anyway, I think everybody realized that um, that's how important mental health is during a pandemic because, you know, you're stuck at home, you're with your family and all that. Not to say, you know, my family's bad or, you know, anybody's family's bad, but, you know, it's different. And when you're with each other, you know, all that time, with yourself all that time, you know, you start realizing some things about yourself, you start doing some thinking and stuff like that. You know, I realized that you just need, you know, need help balancing things and stuff like that. And that's pretty much what was going off me. You know, being home. You know, um, this is my first. That was like my first real year. Um, after graduation, because I mean, I had 2019. I graduated in May of 2019, but pretty much I hit the ground running, trying to work um, and find a job and stuff like that. So, 2020 was the first one year after graduation everything like that trying to just you know balance work and life and all that stuff and then being afraid of this pandemic and just you know thinking about what I want to do with my life and the trajectory of it and stuff like that um doing all those things it was a lot so I decided to you know take on um you know some things as far as my mental health you know getting serious about it so I got back in therapy I started therapy Again, because I did it a little bit when I was in college, like my my last semester of school, I think I started like February, March or something like that. That it was just to help me balance because I, I might have started sooner. I'm not exactly sure because I remember specifically my first semester. I tell the story all the time um, my my first semester, that, um, my fall semester of senior year. I, I was, I was in a space and I couldn't tell what it was and I just felt bad. Um, so being able to do that helped. So I wanted to go back and I knew I was eventually going to go back and do it, but I was like, therapy so expensive and stuff like that. Da, 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 da. So I was lucky enough. I was able to find a service. It's not sponsored by the way. Um, it's not talk space either. It's called open path. So open path is basically this place you can go for therapy at reasonable prices. I by far don't make a whole, whole bunch of money. So, um, cost usually the market rate of therapy sessions can run range from like 100 200 or however much money so being able to do that has helped me a lot in my financial situation um so being able to do that helped i did that and the best thing about it is that there's like a um a list of therapists and you can do it based off of like you know people of color you know uh, if you are a part of lgbtq plus community you could do that as well I think you can even do it by gender and location. Um, like if you live in Jersey, for example, you have find your therapist there. Um, if you live in Florida, there, New York, um, Maryland, all those different places, um, <clears throat> PA. So you're able to like break it down based off of that too, and it tells you like what their specialties are. Um, not necessarily, you know, they identify that way, but maybe they have specialty in like family services or LGBTQ or, or for instance, like. Um, more so like art therapy and stuff like that. It'll give you that breakdown of how they do it, and you're able to, based off of that, um, kind of find somebody who's tailored towards you, and you know you kind of figure things out. If somebody doesn't work out and they don't have the time and the space, um, there's the ability to email them, and there's like a little session like you have to go through and stuff like that, um. Pretty much, and after that, you know, you start off talking to a person and, you know, you, you do your whatever you, you find your treatment plan and stuff like that. You start doing it, you know, regularly, um, in a sense, and, you know, you pay a certain amount um, because of the service. Um, they're able to, you know, be flexible with it, which is great. Um, so I would definitely recommend doing it if you're looking for a therapy at a um, pretty reasonable price because unless you have insurance and then you have like a diagnosis, too um it can be expensive it can be really expensive and everything like that it can be pricey um it can be yeah so if you have the opportunity i'm looking at myself Ooh, i feel like i look a little rough but i kind of like that and everything i don't know i'm I'm in the mood um but that's actually good because i'm gonna talk about that in a little bit but um pretty much yeah that's what i did last year. so November was talking about where I was at. I'm not sure if that was before um, everything kind of started hitting me because I was um, not employed at one point in time in November. It might have been before that, but I know I was having some woes before. I'm not going to get into that on here. <laughs> if you want to know, I-, I could talk to you privately probably about it. But <clears throat> yeah, pretty much like, you know, that's before I got into my, you know, the woes of work and stuff like that um i'm not sure it might have been during that same time because that was like a whole period of time and stuff like that so i probably talked about i don't think i talked about that explicitly because i try not to talk about too many personal things or like at least work and stuff like that on the podcast because i want to keep that separation um but you know i talked about different things so you know now i'm back i'm about to talk about what's going on with my twelfth now and where i'm at so one of the things i want to talk about first uh is actually the big thing, the huge thing, the big difference between, um, now, um, before and now, and six months difference, and it's crazy how much, how crazy six months can make, um, it's really crazy how, sorry, I was looking at something, it's crazy how (laughs) fast, um, six months can just, like, you know, life can change in that amount of time, um, in six months, I was living at home. With my family, you know, my siblings and my mom, as of now, of May of 2021, I'm not doing that anymore. (laughs) I'm blessed enough I was able to move out um, due to a job that's a live on job. So um, I do work in like residence life at a university, not going to say the university's name, (laughs) if you know, you know, Um, pretty much so that afforded me the opportunity to move out and have my own place. Um, you know, of course, you know, working on a college campus, stuff like that, which is dope and a great opportunity and stuff like that. Also, good for saving money, too. as well. Um, but yeah, I, I, as of right now, I don't, I, I, I live on my own now. So that's been an adjustment I can say definitely for my mental health as well. Um, cause like, why well, I knew I needed that, you know, cause I was like, you know, I feel like I was ready to be on my own. I needed my own space, just, you know, to just be in a different space because sometimes you need to change your environment to, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry y'all, my allergies are acting up and it's just they just trying to show their natural black behinds today. But as I was saying, it's like, you know, a part of what I was saying is that um with 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 um being able to to um words words are escaping me with the with the whole um opportunity to be able to I guess, um, living my own now, it's, it's different, it's, it has, it definitely has some, it's, it's pros and cons and stuff like that, um, I guess the pros, one of the, the, the cons rather, I'll start with the cons and I'll go with the pros, is I kind of underestimated how lonely it could be living on my own, cause like, I'm a person that, I'm kind of good being on my own, having my own space and being in solitude and stuff like that, but I guess because I never actually, like truly lived on my own, on my own, like, I usually had a roommate. Or even when I was in college, you know, when I was an RA, I had my own room, you know, I lived around people, and I was an RA, so I had to be, I had to interact with people, like, on a day-to-day basis, working at the job that I'm in now. Of course, I still do that, you know, not to as much of a degree as I was when I was an RA, um, you know, as a res life professional, um, but, you know, there are times I could be working from home, and maybe I don't leave my apartment, which is really healthy, <laughs> I need to actually make sure I do that and stuff like that, Um, but it's warmer now, so when it was cold, no, (laughs) but now it's warm, yeah, Um, but basically with all that said, you know, um, in healthy ways, you know, I mean, it's not healthy ways, I lost my train of thought, but like, you know, um, you could easily go work, and I see people for a little while and stuff like that, and it's a little bit different, especially when you don't know people, like, you know, this is a new environment for me, you know. I'm not necessarily near home i'm close to home but like you know i don't really know anybody up here you know other are my co work and stuff like that so it's different and also we live in we're living in a uh you know uh not even a post-pandemic world because the pandemic is still going on living in this world traversing that you know pandemic like had this been you know uh maybe even two years ago and i'd started this position i'd probably be working in the office every single day you know there'd be more opportunities to bond with co-workers and just like you know bond with ras i probably would have had them over at my apartment and stuff like that you know and it would have just been more of that but because of that um zoom has definitely replaced it and everybody's so burnt out on zoom you know you don't want to you don't really want to do zoom for things that are like outside of like what you have to do for work so it can be kind of tedious and annoying sometimes um in a sense which is like one very very big thing, I think about, oftentimes when it comes down to it. Um, I'm trying to think of what else, but like yeah, I'll say that's probably one of the biggest cons. You know, is the is the loneliness and the quiet and the solitude. And it can be it can be maddening sometimes when you are by yourself because like you're um by yourself and you're just here and you're just like man, it's quiet. Too quiet. Ah, <laughs> you start making noise or whatever. Um, but it, it, it really is like it just can be kind of annoying sometimes. I just like it's just like it's weird. It's really just weird, honestly. Um, especially coming from not having had that, you know, for twenty three, well twenty four in my case because I turned twenty four. <laughs> I twenty four when I moved out. But like for twenty four years, not really having that or not needing to do that, but to now like jumping in the middle of that, it's different. It's really different. Right. So, you know, you kind of think about that and things like that. But um, I say that's one of the cons um, uh, as far as just mentally doing that. So I found myself spending a lot of time where I'd be calling friends or, you know, or I'd be like, you know, trying to connect and stuff like that with others. Um, cause I just didn't like being, you know, by myself. <laughs> like, I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna call this friend today. I'm gonna call that friend today or I'll be, you know, i will invite myself on this virtually or that virtually to kind of have that connection. I still do to a certain degree, but now I don't feel the need to as much as I've been probably taking on more mental health stuff in a good way, not in a bad way. Like as I've been doing more like, you know, soul searching and I'm um, creating space for myself to like heal and just, you know, work on some things i I've, I've spent more time like kind of being in solitude in a little bit in a good way not in a negative way so i'll say that's been the negative is kind of the loneliness um a little bit especially you know you can't have people over and stuff like that it's different for real for real it's really different um not being able to you know have people over and all that stuff um even at like as far as friends and stuff like that you know even outside of like you know the the work and stuff like that but you know I can have friends I can have people because this is like my actual apartment where I live but like not even be able to really host them like that um to just to agree and things have gotten a little bit better so that can probably change but um it's not been able to do that has been like a very you know a very big thing as well but you know um with time things will change but that's been one thing I can think about. I think the improvement or some of the pros, there's been, I'd say, like, there's been a lot um, in my mental health as far as, like, where I'm at. Um, when it comes to, like, having my own space, is being able to, like, you know, um try to think how I'm going to put this the best way. Um... Mm, I think the sense of having your your own and having your own space is good for your mental health. Um, Cause we love our families, we do. But sometimes you just you're get on each other's nerves, and you need to have that space to grow and to be better. And sometimes it's difficult to do that when you're at home. And it's not saying anything bad about anybody. It's not saying that you know there's anything bad about me. And I'm not saying any of that at all. But I think sometimes it can be difficult to you know. Especially when you're at a certain age and stuff like that. And you, you've grown as a person, people, other people have grown as people or they've changed and stuff, because I think people have this expectation that people are going to remain the same way forever and ever and ever. The person I was at 18, I'm definitely not at 24. You know, the people, the people that, you know, my family members, the way they were six years ago, Jesus, that's when I started college. Um, The way they were six years ago, they definitely aren't now six years later, Right. You know we've all changed we've all done different things we've all been we've had different experiences that's been close to 10 years so to expect that is kind of unfair and when you're not able to communicate that or you're you're working to communicate that or you're just trying to figure it out because life honestly is and you're forced into a position where you know you're all home now and it's difficult to realize that and i think this is happening with everybody i think as families and you know just people in general with this pandemic Um, being home with our families, we've realized just how much we may not know each other up to a certain degree. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I think we've all come to a realization that, you know, maybe we don't know each other as much as we do. Or maybe there's certain things we didn't realize or things that, like, you know, things that, um... That's really what we didn't realize about our families and stuff like that. And so that can come with some shell shock and some things like that. And if you're not prepared to deal with that, it can be very, you know, daunting for some people. So I think, you know, being able to have this space um, to myself to be able to, like, you know, to be able to continue my, my growth as a young adult um, in my 20s, to be able to, to grow into who I need to be. Everything like that to be able to now take on responsibility, you know, and kind of be out of like, you know, out of the nest and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think it's been good for me mentally because it's like, you know, I've been able to it's, it's forced me to grow up um, a lot in different things like that. And it's also put me, it's allowed me to put things in perspective. Because sometimes when you're, you know, you're in a space and you're in a place, you're not able to look at things from a like a objective point of view. But when you're not in a place like, you know, um, I'll just use an example like, and I'm not, it's not specifically my situation. But say you, you're, you're living with somebody and you're, you know, I don't know, say you're living with your, your aunt or whatever, right? If you're living with your aunt and say you guys go at it all the time or something like that maybe like once you live you aren't living with your aunt you're able to understand them a little bit more and stuff like that and like wow okay now i'm an adult now i have to pay for these things or I have to do these things myself so it's like i have a better understanding of why you 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 are that way or you say those things now so i think there's a little bit of appreciation there too um and that's affected my mental health in a good way um able you to know, have a little bit more appreciation and being able to see things from a different point of view and stuff like that sometimes you aren't able to objectively see things when you're in the middle of it so having had that space now to not be in the, you know in the space the same space you know i have my own space to be able to think about things a little bit objectively. like you know i was tripping right then or maybe i wasn't tripping here and stuff like that and doing things like that so i think that's just definitely a great um space to be in is being able to like now be able to view things from um, not just a, from the outside looking in, not just the inside looking out. Because sometimes we view things from the inside looking out, um, you don't get the full perception and everything like that. And we feel like, you know, we're um, we're in, in difficult situations, but when you're from the inside looking out, you're like, okay, I was able to, I'm not in, uh, I'm not in that space anymore. Um, you know, cause you know, I'm not going to lie. I was in a space too. Cause like, you know, being home, you know, you, you have a picture of how your life is going to be and stuff like that and different things. And you, you envision things look a certain way, but when you're, you're not doing those things or you're in these difficult spaces, um, and it's not even necessarily your family, it could just be things internally. You kind of get stuck in those spaces. So being able to start over fresh and new and be in a different space, um, was probably I will say definitely was good for myself and definitely helped improve my mental health because it was like okay I'm in this space I'm in a different space I'm I feel like I'm making some forward trajectory um in a sense so now when it comes down to this you know um I'm able to you know and I can you know you can sometimes you know you get grouchy you you project on your family you're not the nicest to them or whatever or different things or whatever it is so not being in that space where that's happening and all that stuff is great so I'll say that's definitely one of the improvements over on my own by myself um and every anytime you enter into a new space um you are able to set the tone for that space and you're able to you know set the tone for what this space is going to look like especially when it's your own space you know when you're living other people's space you know you all have your own energies and you all have your own things that you set in that space but when you have your own space able to say this is my space i'm setting this in this space i'm setting that in this space i'm setting this 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 and this um you know and it's it's good because you can cleanse this space you can have this energy like okay i'm not you know this isn't happening in this space i play my music as loud as i want to (laughs) that's my thing that's like my my thing for this space like it's a music space or you know i'm watching my movies as loud as i want to or you know i'm podcasting at 5 a.m in this space you know um this type of space i have you know i'm able to do these different things things you aren't necessarily to do able to do before um but they're things that make you happy right and you're able to now engage in those things and create this space for yourself like you know because i'm not gonna lie like um podcasting at home especially during the pandemic was hard super hard hard as heck um, there were times like, yeah, I don't even know this or realize it's like, and this is like, you know, nothing but God, but like, um, everybody be home and it'd be difficult. Like, you know, everybody's doing their own things, you know, living their lives. Cause we we're living our lives from home. Um, I would be in my car. <laughs> I literally get in my car, especially like towards the end of me living at home, um, or living with my mom. <laughs> Every time I would get in my car, I would have my microphone, I have my, I would have my laptop, and I had my microphone, and I'd just sit in there, I'd just be recording my podcast there, and you could hear the cars going past this, shoo, 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 because I live on a main street, um, you know, and everything like that, so it would just be funny, I'd be like, wow, this is wild, but like I had to do what I had to do, because I'm like, I'm not going to not podcast, especially after I took that little hiatus last year, um, I even have some perspective about that too. But you know, especially after that, I was like, "Nah, this is what I need to do. This helps me. This makes me feel good because I missed it so much. I missed." And I know I'm going to like different tangents, but this is like my headspace. Literally, my headspace in May. So you're literally inside where my what's going up up here, <laughs> right now. I uh, ever that? Why did I make the that face? That's creeping me out. <laughs> mm. um anyway, but um, basically, like yeah, um, I missed podcasting so much during that break that I took. I missed it, like, terribly, and, like, every time I wanted to get up and do it, I couldn't find myself to do it, because I didn't know what to say, I was, like, I was comparing myself to others, I was, like, man, you know, everybody, these people are doing this over here, these people are doing this over here, they're doing better than me, and also, like, I'm, like, what do I talk about now, and everything like that, and it's, like, it was so much going on, especially after the George George Floyd stuff and all that, and I think I even talked about that and addressed that briefly, but it was just so much going on, and, like, you know my mental with the pandemic and just things like that and just where i was at in a space and stuff like that and i talk about that like when i came back um i couldn't do it but i wanted to like so badly There's so many times like i'm gonna record an episode and i had there's even an episode i had recorded and i think it ended up not coming out until like much later probably like sometime this year Uh, i recorded with my friend mina it was the the friend the friendship one or whatever but for whatever reason it just didn't I, I think oh oh okay I remember what was going on then there was more stuff going on then too. Oh woo Summer twenty twenty That's gonna go down. It's gonna go down for real for real. <laughs> Summer twenty twenty. It was it was it was a time. Um to say the least. Um but yeah but i miss it so much so like i think about that too like even just now being in a space where i can record whenever i want to pretty much you know um of course if i'm not from not working <laughs> but i'm outside of work being able to record and have like a quiet space to do so and stuff like that it's pretty dope i would say um so like you know I, I do enjoy that um that element that aspect of things as well um i'm trying to think of what else <laughs> mm is there any other aspects of, like, living on my own? Um, I guess new space improvements, stuff like that, you know. Um, new mindsets. You able to take on new mindsets and be able to, you know. I feel like um, therapy really kicked up into gear once I was able to be on my own. Um, just because with therapy... It's difficult. I find it too, and it's not—it's not a bad thing or whatever. But I feel like okay, so one point of clarity or whatever—not point of clarity or whatever. One thing like I find, you know, and I don't care. I talk about mental health and stuff like that. Um, is vulnerability is something very difficult for me. So part of being in therapy, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be able to talk about things and like. It was difficult to do that, like when everybody's trying to live their life around you, and you're you're in this space. You have to become vulnerable. You have to talk about things. It's kind of difficult to do that and to talk about that when you're in a space where you're like, okay, I'm trying to be vulnerable. But it's like, oh my god, like you you have this perception, like oh, pe- other people are listening, whatever. And people probably aren't listening, and they don't care. But like you know, being in that headspace or being in that mindset of like you know, it's kind of difficult to talk about what's going on or like you know um or like be able to be vulnerable and really tackle some deep deep things because maybe there's certain things you haven't even shared yet with your family like maybe you dealt with um you know low self-esteem or whatever and that could be something that hey what's up um hey friend <laughs> Maybe there's something you've dealt with and you haven't talked to your family about. They didn't realize that you had low self-esteem or you they didn't realize that you had been dealing with that for a while and all that stuff. Or maybe there's a point of, like, your anxiety and stuff like that, and it's difficult to kind of talk about. Um, and it's difficult to be vulnerable, like, just with your therapist. But, um, you know, it's even more difficult. Like, you know, if your family member over here, you're like, what if there's a moment where you're, like, in a session or whatever where it gets pretty deep and you're talking about some things that, you know like anxiety like say maybe you had it like you know everybody i don't want to say everybody has anxiety and stuff like that because we often self-diagnose but like maybe you were very anxious or something like that and you had a moment um or something that occurred and like you know and that was just my concern like you know um getting deep into it and just talking about stuff you know um it was it was kind of hard to do that you know in that space because you know the thing is is i at least when you when you're when the world is open um we're able to go out and about and we're able to you know even like if you are say you have telehealth doctor appointments you know you're able to have that space where you know you can talk to your doctor and like maybe you have an embarrassing like scar or something like that or embarrassing question or whatever you don't want to have to think about what if the person next door heard that even though you're a family you still get embarrassed and stuff like that so it's like it's certain some things kind of like that too um in a sense so it was kind of difficult to do that while i was home um so i say like being able to be on my own i've been able to definitely kick up you know kick things into high gear with my therapy and really healing and stuff like that you know have able to have more conversations more um lacks and vulnerable conversations because you know vulnerability is already difficult uh, enough for me um so being able to be in that very vulnerable space and make strides has been kind of great um One thing, a couple things that have been, like, sticking in my mind that, you know, in therapy that we've really been talking about is healing my inner child and stuff like that because I've realized, you know, um, know, just growing up having been bullied and stuff like that, which, by the way, like, it affects you a lot (laughs) and just some other things I'm not going to get into. Um, I'll, I'll talk mainly maybe about the bullying thing, but, like, you know, you have to heal your inner child. And, like, I know that's, like, the cliche, like, therapy thing or whatever. Like, oh, you got to heal your inner child. You have to heal your inner child. You have to heal your inner child. No, dog. When I tell you you really do have to heal your inner child, like, because your inner child, we keep it a buck with you. There's so many things that happen as a child. And I'm not saying things that it it did not have to be anything that deals with your family. It doesn't have to be anything that deals with your like anybody specific, it could be just something that occurred to you or, or happened while you were like in elementary school or whatever. Say somebody gave you somehow, I don't know, you you were made fun of for being overweight every single day. Something like that can easily translate into your adulthood. So, like, when people say, like, when you're talking mental health and stuff like that, and people always say, oh, it always starts in a childhood or whatever, it literally always starts in childhood. <laughs> it always always starts in the childhood like that's a real thing because i think oftentimes um and i don't want to make it a black or white thing but as people i talk to i think oftentimes um i'll just say in general there's so much stuff that occurs when you're um you know you're a kid or just like when you're a child or whatever that you don't realize how it turns you into a person how it affects you until you become an adult and you're starting to do that. So like we talked about, and I'm not gonna talk about my schemas specifically cause y'all need to know that. Cause y'all gonna be like, what? You're dealing with that? Um, um, but yeah, there are certain things like, um, I'm gonna pull my schemas up. I'm gonna talk about my schemas. <laughs> not my schemas specifically, but schemas in general, what schemas are. Um, <laughs> um. Let me see it. So basically, like, um, what is this schema? I, I don't want to describe a schema. Um. Uh, anyway, I'll I'll just I'll get into schemas later. But basically, um, um, there's a lot of things that affect you that happen, um, um, in your childhood that can like affect you later on. You know, and I was realizing that you know. There's a couple of things that, you know, that when I was a kid that, you know, having grown up being bullied, you know, and just, you know, having a self certain like view of myself, that was affecting the type of dote I was, or, you know, the type of dote I had become. <clears throat> you know, in a sense. And so, um, there are these things called uh schemas. Um and i want to describe a schema to you i want to i want to tell you what a schema is or what schemas are because like it, it it feels very on brand it feels like it makes sense um let me see i'm sorry y'all i wasn't planning planning to go this this deep but um basically yep yeah, okay yeah schema childhood okay so schema focused therapy for oh, uh, therapy is basically changing identifying and changing specific unhealthy ways of thinking and stuff like that so it's basically childhood needs and maladaptive schemas so like um things that might have occurred in childhood or whatever or things in just general and stuff like that um and it could literally be anything schemas are triggered when events happening in current life and stuff like that or past and you know um we have ways that we can develop unhealthy schemas when we're a kid and all that stuff and thinking of behaving a certain way it can be difficult to um the unhealthy ways they can behave in certain ways, which is why, like, when you see people triggered and, you know, I don't want to use that word, but, like, I mean, it's, it's kind of what it is, like, you know, if you see somebody, I don't know, behave a certain way, perhaps they have a schema or something like that, and so we kind of talked about schemas, um, a lot, (laughs) um, because I realized that I had, you know, I realized I had a couple of schemas or whatever, Um, and one of them, I'll, I'll I'll share this one, is vulnerability. Like, vulnerability is not something that I'm, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm very great at, um, to a certain degree, but, you know, I've realized, you know, after doing some digging, excuse me, that's dealt with, like, being bullied when I was younger, um, and I'm gonna do a full episode about that and how that's affected me, um, and I've realized it's affected me in some other ways I didn't realize before, but, you know, um, being younger and hadn't been bullied in school like it's affected my ability to be vulnerable because like you know whether this is okay or not to say um this is just my experience i feel like being vulnerable to a certain degree or for a long time was being weak and not not to say anybody else like you know i didn't hold this perception like so a lot of this stuff i'm saying i helped myself to me Jared. that's who i helped myself to that's who i held these unrealistic expectations and standards too so i held myself my me to this so like for me um i felt like being vulnerable was a it was a sign of weakness um having dealt with bullying growing up especially dealing with it when it got really really bad in middle school and those who've grown up with me who actually listen to podcasts y'all know what i'm talking about or i've talked to you about it it's gotten it got really bad um <laughs> Tell me, I may not even know, like, my friends, my close, close friends. I don't know if I've ever really gotten too, too into it. Um, but I felt like I had to, like, kind of, like, um, I had to put on a show every single day when I went to school. And, like, I, this is fresh because I just literally just talked about this and talked about this today in therapy, funny enough. Um, I felt like I had to, used to put, used to have to put on a shell going into school. And, you know, I had to put on this this thing of like not being like showing emotion or whatever, because if I don't show a reaction, then they'll leave me alone or they'll stop doing it. Or if I don't react a certain way, they'll leave me alone like they're not getting the reaction you want. Or if I turn off my feelings and I'm not vulnerable, then you can't get to me. Right. And, you know, being vulnerable, being Open with how I'm feeling and stuff like that. That scene is being weak. That scene is being this or that and all that stuff. All this toxic masculinity BS and all that stuff. And like you know, um, I also came from like not feeling like I could trust people to a certain degree because like oh you just like the rest of them and all that stuff and friends and all that stuff and not having a lot of friends. So like you know, being bullied and being in a space and developing these unhealthy mindsets and I hate to say it, but it's like really like a, um, it's like a. For me, going to middle school every single day was like going to battle. It was like going to fight every single day. <laughs> not that I was physically fighting, but emotionally fighting. Let I me mean, keep it up, up. Like it was like emotionally fighting. Like I had to be like, all right, I have to go today. I have to turn it off. No reaction or try to not react today. Breathe. <sighs> Put on your brave face. And just take whatever comes at you or do your best to just whatever, you know, and, you know, you might have to say some things, you might have to do whatever back and all that stuff and all that, but that's what you got to do, you got to do what you got to do, right, um, but pretty much like, hmm, I just had a thought, hmm, that might not be a, <laughs> ah, I just had a really dope thought for an idea. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all will know that when the time comes. <laughs> y'all will know that when the time comes. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's an idea for a podcast episode for something. <laughs> I don't know what that was. What's that? <laughs> I like go <an> old person. <laughs> Ow, my ears, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm sorry, sorry to the listeners, sorry to those listeners out there, y'all heard, like, (laughs) I'm, I'm a child, I'm obviously a child, I, I, uh, I'm a child, (laughs) but anyway, but anyway, no, that wasn't a glitch, that was me saying, but anyway, but anyway, um, but yeah, like, pretty much having to go into school, um, every single day with that mindset, of like battle and stuff like that. Vulnerability was not something that I could afford, right? And also, you know, growing up when I was growing up and stuff like that, you know, I was in middle school, Jesus. I'm 24. Like that was like 10 years ago and 11 years ago and stuff like that. The way we normalize mental health and boys being able to be vulnerable and be able to talk about their feelings and stuff like that. That wasn't a thing back in 2011, 2010, 2009 or 09 or whatever, you know, um, and it's not good. And I'm laughing at it because it's not funny at all. It's actually quite sad, but that wasn't really a thing. It was like, man, if you don't man up or, you know, nah, you can't do that or whatever. You know, there are people saying that, but it's like, you know, that's not how we thought about things. And, you know, some people still deal with not... Having that normalized right now to this degree and stuff like that. And let me just say this to y'all. Like, you know, this is just me, bra- my, not me bragging, like, but me, me just mumbling on or rambling on and stuff like that. All my, wherever, whatever going on, like in my headspace or right now. You know, let me just talk to them men real quick. Let me tell y'all something. Um, it does not serve you any purpose. It does not serve you at all to be stoic. This is coming from me. Somebody who spent a lot of time being stoic. Oh, I forgot another thing I talked about. Um, but being stoic, not showing your feelings, not being vulnerable and stuff like that, it does not serve you at all. It doesn't serve you. It 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 literally doesn't. Like it's probably something that's going to end up um it's gonna end up harming you in the long run. You know, whether this is like, okay, you have kids one day, right? And I don't even want to bring. We'll talk about kids. We'll just use that. Say you have kids one day, and you know, in order to reach them, you have to talk about some things that happened in your past, or you, or they want to ask about things and what everything like that. And They want to know why, like you They want you to be, you know. What is going on? That was weird. It must have been outside because I'm like, what is all that noise? Whatever. Anyway, okay, (laughs) because this mic picks up everything and mic echoes everything like that. Sorry, y'all for the the screechy and scratchy noise or whatever. Anyway, like I was saying, um, at the moment that I'm recording this, it is 12.06, so, you know, I'm like trying to figure out what is going on. Um, but anyway, uh. (laughs) That's weird. But anyway, as I was saying, like, you know, pretty much, it doesn't serve you any purpose. So, like, say you had to talk to your kid or whatever, and, you know, you need to be vulnerable with them and all that stuff. You not being able to do that is not serving them and stuff like that. And you have to, it's, it's, we have to, we have to raise a generation where we can normalize certain things like that. And I hate, you know, everybody's like triggered by the word normalize, stuff like that. <laughs> and I hate to say triggered, you know they become like buzzwords but it is we have to raise a generation that's able to be more emotionally intelligent than we are you know um you're not able to do that if you're not able to be vulnerable and you're not able to do that and you know have to be that for your kids because you know if they're not able to see you be vulnerable and you're not able to be vulnerable with them how are you going to reach them or whatever and there might there might be things and i'm not saying that you can call certain things to them but you know There might be things that you can impose on them or project on them. You don't realize you're projecting or things that you're causing just because you're not able to be vulnerable. So if you're not a person that's able to be vulnerable and say, I love you or I need you or I need this or whatever, just say, you know, dad had a bad day um, today like that. No, I don't feel the greatest and all that stuff. Um, They might take some things and be like, well is daddy mad at me or is he mad um uh, what's going on with him and all that stuff and dah, 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 dah. And if you're not a person that's vulnerable and able to take that on and say that you're not able to be vulnerable and you're able to discuss those things and all that and sometimes you may not be like i'm not saying make your kid an emotional dumping ground no <laughs> but just being able to acknowledge you have feelings as well and stuff like that goes a long way especially if you're raising young kings yourself even the young queens you know Raising sons and daughters, you got to be able to do that. That that's one example of it. Um, in relationships, <laughs> one thing I remember in my last relationship, one thing I had to work on that I realized now I'm like, eh, and that's I fought myself for because I wasn't able to do it was vulnerability. I was asked to be vulnerable, and I didn't know how to be vulnerable. And so that's a big part of relationships. You know, people want you to be vulnerable. People want you to be able to to speak to them and to be able to, um. Um, to be able to share what you're feeling, your your dreams and stuff, especially if it's somebody that you think you have a future with, you know, being able to to share, okay, this is how I'm feeling about this or how I'm feeling about that. Not being able to not just sweeping it under the rug and not saying I'm fine and all that stuff, or just like I'm good or whatever. Or even if like you're you're getting into an argument with a person, I don't say argument, not so not necessarily the word argument, but if you're in a disagreement with somebody, be able to share how you're feeling and be able to express it, like you know. In a healthy way, and Roz, there are more emotions than mad, or there's more emotions than you're you're, you're upset, you're mad. There's more emotions than your you know your your horny or whatever because what be doing? Yeah, or there's more to just being life than just those two things or whatever um there's you can be very elated about something be happy about something something great happened you can be disappointed about something because stuff happens we get we get disappointed in life you know things happen in life that we don't like or things that happen that um you don't expect right so you can be upset about something right um there's more to life than that maybe you're disappointed in something maybe you're you're sad about something and that's okay too it's okay and there's a song um and i i would love to get him on the podcast um the dude who did boys do cry or whatever um he was talking about it like you know um we do men black men we have emotions we have these things within ourselves we got to be able to speak power to them we have to be able to speak to them or whatever because kind of like what you're saying in the song if we don't speak to them and we don't deal with them ourselves they're gonna swallow us up keep keep it fuck with you that is literally what happened to me and that's literally what I've dealt with you know um and that's one thing why I've been really working hard and therapy has allowed me to do that and I feel like you know I'm in a space where I can because if you don't deal with your emotions and you don't address them and you don't let them and they, you let your emotions control you they'll swallow you up and they'll come out in ways they'll come out whether you want them to or not you know <laughs> maybe you didn't deal with um being disappointed because okay let's just say this maybe you had a i don't i don't know i'm trying to think of a great example all right we'll use my example maybe you were bullied for a long time in life or whatever and maybe you just never really dealt with that maybe just puts that to the side but you didn't realize you're still really angry and upset about that and now it's literally leaking into your life in certain ways in a sense of like oh now you're extra sensitive about certain things or you're not able to be as vulnerable or whatever and stuff like that me um but that's literally a thing so it literally leaked, not dealing with those emotions or not knowing how to do it in a healthy way leaked into other parts of my life. And now it's like now nah, I got to fix it. Right. Um, that's an example. Or for you, it could be, you know, you dealt with a lot of trauma growing up or you dealt with a lot of like, you know, disappointment and you dealt with all these different things. Hey, what's up, Dimitri? Um, you dealt with all these different things, but because you never dealt with it, maybe now it, it turns into anger. Right. And because it's turned into anger, now you go out and you do something that's not wise, right? Because you were pissed off and because you didn't have the space to to address and deal with those things your whole life. Maybe, you know, for your whole life, you were told you're not good enough. You were told that you're not crap. You're told this. You're told that. Boom, 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 boom. And because you didn't have a space to address those feelings and to deal with them and realize that's not the truth and that somebody was projecting on you, now you believe that. And because you're like, oh, I'm not shit anyway excuse my french or whatever now i'm not going to behave like shit and i'm going to do whatever i want to do or i'm just going to be like you know i'm going to you know the people have hurt me i'm going to go hurt people it comes out in different ways emotions come out in different ways you know Uh, mental health comes out in different ways and oftentimes i think it's been studies that show when it comes down to black men um who's the other person on hey um thank you for hopping back on another person but i think oftentimes like we've seen or i've heard like when it comes down to black people and how we express our emotions and how we deal with them it's very different than our 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 counterparts in different um uh i'll say different um not uh in different like ethnicities Show it, you know anger for somebody um who's african-american can actually really be depression that could be how they show things or that's how they're they're exuding that you know maybe they're just angry all the time maybe they're always just lashing out at people that could literally be depression for them or maybe like extreme sadness for somebody in another way like for us can mean something completely different in other ways i'm not well versed on it it's not my study of choice that i took on in college but i do know the the anger one is definitely one so like you know it's important that we deal with our emotions and different things like that. And that's something I'm learning, too. along lot of here on my inner child. And one thing I did recently, and I think I talked about this on, like... I did this, talk about this on my story a couple weeks back, is feeling my feelings. And when I tell you that is the most intense thing I've ever done before, like... Um, and y'all are getting exclusive, because y'all listen to the podcast. If you listen to podcasts, you watch this, you get the exclusive. When I tell you that was the most intense thing I've ever dealt with before... Um, it is because when you're a person or you're somebody who's shut down your emotions for so long and you haven't allowed yourself to feel your feel your feelings in a healthy way, or you feel them in spurts or whatever, but you're not feeling all of your emotions, you're, you're choosing, picking and choosing what emotions and you're even afraid of your emotions, which is something I was for a long time too, because I was very much like afraid of like my certain emotions because I was like, I don't know how to deal with this what if i'm not able to turn it off or or what if like something happens or whatever um when you're doing that and you're dealing with that it's crazy when you first deal with it so like i remember this was a couple of weeks back <laughs> um and this is going to sound bad but it, it was what it was it was a couple of weeks back um i was like in a space like i had just had a therapy session um <clears throat> it was actually after a pretty good high um it was after a pretty good high, so, um, I had went to this virtual concert, and I had met, like, uh, I had met a rapper, like, virtually, like, it was a virtual, like, um, I guess, what is it called, um, meet and greet, or whatever, and it was a dope experience, and I was like, oh, we were able to talk, 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 chop it up for a second, and all that, and it was, like, really dope, but I was like, I was like, why am I happy, why am I not able to, like, you know, express the, like, this emotion of being, like, really, and I was, like, excited, or whatever, right, so, like, don't get me wrong, um, I really was, but I still felt like it was just something that was like emptiness where like, I felt like I should have been more happy. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to do something where I'm going to actually start trying to fill feel my feelings and stuff like that. And just not even that situation, but just in general, cause I'm like, this is something I've been saying I'm going to do for a long time. And I'm like, Oh, I've been doing this. I realized I hadn't been because I realized I've been holding myself back. So, um, I took a Sunday, <laughs> um, and I was like, I'm going to fill feel my feelings today. And then I started just thinking about things in spaces and stuff that I didn't want to think about and being in a space about certain things that were bothering me and stuff like that. And when I tell you like all day, I was crying (laughs) and not like uncontrollably sobbing, like just my eyes are watering and I'm just feeling things. And I just, I'm just like, like, (laughs) it was like a water, It was like, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. It was like a freaking, um, it was like a faucet. Like that's the best way to compare it. Like. If you ever see something that's like like built up like a faucet or whatever, or like think about like water coming out of faucet when you turn it and it's not quite, it was pretty much like that. Um, it was finally like I had turned the faucet all the way and everything just started flowing out. So I was like just I was just like basically crying all day, <laughs> like and just about things like I hadn't thought about and I had chose not to think about in a while and like you know. Being able to do that was so enlightening because I was like, okay, I am upset about this. I feel like I just decided I was just going to go past this and be okay and cool with it, right? And I was just going to do this and I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm great. Da 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 da. It's cool. But no, in real reality, no, that hurt me. That hurt my feelings or that bothered me or that's something I haven't really dealt with and I haven't gotten over. Um, even though it happened whatever amount of time ago, it is, what it, it is what it is. So like being able to do that and have that space um, it was, it was good. It was uncomfortable because it was like, oh, I feel like I couldn't turn it off. But when it, when it turned off, it turned off. And it's definitely something I feel like I want to do again. Um, and I feel like the more that you do it, the more that you're creating that healthy space to fill your emotions, the less dramatic it'll be in a sense. So like next time I do it, I probably won't be spending the whole day in this space Um, and thinking about that the whole time, I'll probably be able to control my emotions in a better way. And as I'm doing it more and more, as things happen in life, I'll actually take that time to sit down and be like, all right, let's process. Let's look at this. Okay. This occurred here. This occurred there. All right. How are you feeling about that? Oh, you're you're not feeling great about that. Cool. Okay. It's okay not to feel great about that. Or, oh, okay. That occurred. Okay, cool. Then that's good. Or, Okay, you're you're pissed off about this. That's okay. You you can be pissed right now. You have the right to be pissed off, right? And different things like that. Um But just um (laughs) it's just kinda it's important to be able to do that. So film my films was a it was a, a hell of an experience. It was a hell of an experience. Um um it's not one I regret, though, because it gave me a lot of perspective on on things that I was still healing from. And it was like kind of like a road map. It was like and also like I pray and I talk to God a lot. That's part of my mental health too, journey. And that's like one thing, like, honestly, therapy is great. But if it wasn't for in combination with my faith in God and just growing my relationship and knowing where I'm trying to where I'm at with certain things and just being in a healthier space. I don't know what I would do, but being able to. To talk to God to be able to you know to being able to talk to God being able to just I'm, I'm trying to think of the words you know um kind of have that spiritual guidance in a sense and just be like in the there and now is just it's dope and so like that's pretty much what I was doing I was like talking about like why? Wow, okay why am I feeling this way like this is why I'm feeling this way and be able to just like talk to like have these inner conversations with myself like all right so that occurred there and that really bothered you and it's still bothering you now so if it's still bothering you what are you going to do about that or it's like okay this occurred here is this actually pissing you off right and so with this pissing you off why is it still pissing you off okay you never dealt with that so let's deal with that let's talk about that let's let's acknowledge that feeling let's not um because i think too um when you're when you get caught in, in the Mary J. F- Jerry J. F- Mary J. Blige Fine Syndrome, so called, just fine, 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 fine. Ooh, just fine, 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 fine. Ooh, just I- I'm sorry, <laughs> I got way too into the vibe. I was feeling it too. Just fine, 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 fine 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 oh just fine fine i was really into it i was really like hey hey i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah when you get into the mary J. fine syndrome where you just like every time somebody asks you something oh are you i'm fine oh i'm fine and you start believing i'm fine i'm fine (laughs) and you're not allowing yourself to not be fine It'll keep it a buck that's when it becomes unhealthy, and it's when it becomes things. So, being getting yourself out of that syndrome, and be able to um, to to not be fine, to to acknowledge your feelings completely and directly, and in a healthy manner. Because you know, also you don't want to be you don't want to be dwelling on old feelings from twenty five years ago, or or from back in two thousand and two, or whatever. <laughs> um, but if you you didn't deal with those feelings back in two thousand two you now have to deal with the feelings back in 2002 and let them move or whatever so you know and as you learn to do it in a healthy way you won't have to hold on to stuff like that and you may even learn like you know okay i can be mad about something that happened yesterday but okay i'm processing i'm moving through it or whatever and i'm giving myself that space but because you've never done it before it might be difficult to do or whatever hopefully just don't cut me off oh okay instagram didn't cut me off yay i'm glad i thought it was gonna hook i thought ig was gonna cut me off at that um That 60-minute mark, because you know how IGB. Sorry, y'all. But, yeah, pretty much, like, um, being able to do that, um, you know, feel my feelings and stuff like that, it's been dope. And then healing my inner child. And I talk about schemas and stuff like that. Schemas are, like, those things that, um, and I talk about bullying. I I keep saying I'm going to do a bullying episode. I'm going to do that. I just have to be able to be in a mental space and capacity to do that, because it is not something I um, enjoy reliving. Um, and it's not even, like, I I realize I'm in a much better space with it than I am, but I also haven't delved, I've dealt, I've I've done some deep diving into it, and sorry, that my face is looking away from the screen, I'm literally trying to, um, to find, uh, my notes, okay, there, there, I was looking something up. So, like, I haven't really done a deep dive into it and stuff like that, so I don't know how I feel about certain things and all that. And I don't want to, um, you know, I want to be able to do it justice in the way it needs to be. Maybe you have to see some of the passion, Maybe you still have to see some of the hurt and stuff like that. And you probably are. Um, but I want to, I don't want to lose the, the focus of what the episode needs to be and because I was upset or like um or I wasn't able to or like I promised this episode I did this episode I'll just when I do it I'll just do it and you'll just see that it was posted I won't make it the big w- what to do with it I actually might have guests that might be a good episode to have guests on and talking about how that affected us and stuff like that um or I'll do like a part one part two I'll talk about my story then I'll talk about other people's story um like later in the episode or whatever um because um, I think that was, I think that's something that's necessary. Because uh, we need to talk about it. How is it? How is bullying affected us as adults? Um, we need to have that conversation. Because you know we're a different type of generation. We feel more. We're feeling more. We're 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 trying to beat these these generational curses, and we're trying to be better for our kids, and be better just in general for ourselves and stuff like that. And one of those things is how has that affected us? How is that that you know? Because people are like, oh, you'll get over it, you know, and, and everything as like an adult and stuff like that, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But nah. some things live in you, and you have to work through and all that. So I'm curious to see how that's affected us as adults. You know, I'm learning how it's affected me as an adult, um, and I feel like I already kind of knew that. But, like, really knowing in the ways that I wasn't aware of, because um, I try to be very self, really self-aware, probably to a fault sometimes. Um, but being able to realize it in ways that I did not realize before is pretty cool it helps me be a better person, or be to be a better me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I think about it, but like, yeah. Um, basically, healing my inner child. Is something we talked about projection. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into that too much, but projection is a real thing. Um, sometimes when you're you're um working through things, or I feel like um one thing I've come to realize I can be my own biggest bully and stuff like that, and I have to be kinder to myself. Um, projection can be a thing because when you realize when you feel like you're, you're going through things, or you're like, I'm trying to think of how to explain this. I won't get too far into. This, but when you're 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 not the kindest to yourself, and you don't speak to yourself the kindest, you're not the nice to yourself. I thought I'd gotten better with that. But I realize I would be beating myself down. <laughs> um, I call it the the big bully, Jared or whatever. I don't know. I don't have a name for them yet, that person yet. Um. Projection is a thing because like you see people going through similar things or whatever, and so you start looking at their situations like oh, or you you think about things you have this negative mindset like oh well, they probably gonna experience that too or whatever, or you think about yourself you place yourself in that position in that space or whatever, and maybe it could be in a good way. I use quotation air marks good way, um because you're like oh okay so they dealt with this so I can deal with that but it's realized but in real re- reality it's like no their story is different than yours like okay. You know, different things like that where it's like, oh, you know, you start um, not holding yourself because it's harder to hold yourself accountable and hold to your own things. You you begin to put other people in those positions because it's easier and stuff like that. I guess that's the best way to kind of describe it or whatever. It's hard to kind of describe projection. Um, But I feel like, you know, that's a real thing, too. And I've, I've learned about that to a degree. It's like, you know. I need to be more holding myself more accountable for feeling about this and this and this and needing to tackle these things on head head on and while it's good that there are other people who dealt with these things and it's good that you know I'm looking at this person dealing with this like we'll say like bullying or whatever and stuff like that their bullying experience wasn't necessarily mine and my experience was given to me because it was given to me and I have to deal with that experience because my experience me dealing with that will obviously help somebody else because I think that's ultimately why we're given a lot of things in life sometimes we just are dealt crappy cards and there may not be any real meaning to it or whatever but for me i feel like if i'm gonna be dealt these crappy cards or these these yeah these crappy cards or whatever i'm gonna learn something out of it i'm gonna get something out of it i'm gonna learn something from it and i'm gonna help other people so that those coming behind me don't have to go through the same thing or those coming behind me realize that they're not by themselves or they're not not in this space where it's just like, oh, I've only dealt with that. Nah, fam. Mm-mm, no, you haven't. You wasn't the only one called cross-eyed. don't <laughs> why well, I chose to do that. I chose violence for myself. But no, that's really a thing it was called. Um, but you weren't the only one who was called that. You weren't the only one who was, you know, made fun of because of this or that or whatever and stuff like that. Um, but I feel like there's a certain responsibility, at least for myself. That's how I can be. But, um, um and so you have to not be able to, you have to stop projecting and do that, and it's being kinder to self in general, I'll talk about that briefly, but I realize I can be not so kind to myself, like, am I thinking, thinking negatively, you know, holding myself back from doing certain things, you know, just talking to myself, you know, the conversations I have with myself, you know, in a sense of, like, you know, I'm not the nice to myself, it's like, dang, I'm kind of rude to myself, in a sense, it's like, I have to get in a better space with that, of not being rude to myself, to not be mean to myself and stuff and like really speak myself up and that's not that i speak myself down but i i I can be really tough on myself i feel like i can be my own worst critic at times so um that's where i'm kind of in may and like i'm really maybe i'll do these every like three to six months or so so next one be august or whatever right before the school year starts (laughs) it'd be kind of dope to see where i'm at with things after the summer or whatever or as the summer is winding down you know See how I've spent my summer <laughs> you know if I've worked on those things or not or like even maybe we'll go back to November seeing where I'm at like a year from out from that like from 2020 to 2021 um of of November or whatever um and November actually is a month that scares me but I'm not gonna get into that here <laughs> it, it's a month that literally um yeah it's a month that kind of makes me nervous now but um I'll go into that one day on the podcast but yeah but yeah that's just kind of been my mental space and where I've been at in May of 2021 you know I'm in a good space I'm, I'm in a, a space where I'm learning about myself I'm in a space where I'm trying to be a better me I'm in a space where I'm trying to um kind of do my thing right um that's really all it's about you know improving stuff like that um I feel like I'm in a great mental space knock on wood because, you know, it has its ebbs and flows. Um, I'm in a great mental space because I'm doing the work. Um, and it's not always going to be this way. Today was a good therapy session. Some sessions are very difficult. I had a very difficult session a couple weeks ago or, like, a few sessions back. Um, but I feel like as long as I'm doing, you know, what I need to to move up, you know, and push myself to be better, um, it's going to be good, you know. It's going to keep improving, you know. I'm going to I'm gonna be in a healthier space, not in a space like... Um, a healthier space is the goal. A space where I can manage things you know, no matter how like things get difficult or whatever. And there might be things times where I'll, I'll head back or I'll put be pushed back a little bit because of certain things. But being able to be in a, a great space is uh is important. But you know, this has been this has felt good, you know. This is why I started the podcast, you know. I said, you know, one thing I said about the podcast is even if like and I mean that's not true because I want people to listen. Please listen to the podcast. But I said, you know, for me, at least being able to talk about things or have discussions or create the content I want is therapy for myself. So I said, at least at the very least, when I look back on it, if nobody remembers this podcast or this podcast doesn't become a brand or anything like that or a bag. <clears throat> sorry, allergies, which I would love for it to become <laughs> um, in the right way in helping people and doing things, but also well, let me, let me myself up too, <laughs> but like, you know, if nothing else this is a good way for me to look back on where I was at when I was 22 years old, right? When I was 22 years old, when I first got out of college or when I was just like almost a year out of college in de- December, about to turn 23, this is a good way to look back on where I was at at 23 years old, right? The latter part of the year and then the end part of the year, this is a good way to look at what was going on when I was 24 and, and vice versa and stuff like that and all these different things, hence the reason I call it the awkward adventures of a college graduate, because that's something that's never going to, you never, you never can take from me, you never can take away my degree, you never can take away, I didn't say a recent graduate, because I'm not always going to be a recent graduate, but I'm always going to be a college graduate, and I'm probably always going to be awkward, <laughs> so being able to do that, um, is, it's pretty dope, and stuff like that, and so, like, you know, being able to have these episodes where I'm able to talk, and get out how I'm feeling, just talk to others, you know, and I feel like I am talking to whoever whoever's listening out there, you know, y'all probably aren't talking back because there's really no way for you to do that unless y'all, you know, unless y'all live tweet, unless y'all send you something in the DMs, unless y'all put answers and in, in responses under the post. <laughs> unless you leave reviews which by the way i appreciate the five-star reviews y'all i love y'all for real and we're at 1.2k that's who y'all listen y'all listen to the podcast hey 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 overall 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 a hey, 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 hey. <laughs> but y'all really listen to the podcast i really appreciate it and love it um overall but yeah this is what i do is i do this to help myself and to speak to myself and stuff like that and help others so hopefully if there's something that you know you listen to that helped you out this episode let me know you know of course support the podcast as always you know listen to those old episodes i'm gonna keep it a buck with you i didn't know if the podcast was coming back for a little bit (laughs) there was a situation with some some podcast stuff it was stupidity on my part but i'm just glad thank god that the podcast was spared and i was able to do what needed to be done and i'm able to get back in and do stuff because i wasn't able to get in for like A couple days and i was like "Uh, uh, uh." it was rough but you know podcast is here and everything like that but as always i appreciate y'all love y'all you know thanks for the support as always you know we out here aagc the the awkward college grad no we need a name i don't know um but as always it's your host jared thank you bye